0: will dream live podcast with your host will lawrence if you can dream it we'll help you live it let's go good to go all right this is the will dream live podcast hello
1: hello. The host will i've got my boy kai
0: kai say what
1: up what's happening how's it going everybody so,
0: how's it going over there uh what's what's it like in
1: la right now you know it's it's weird there's like a sense of um, emergency mixed with the sense of I, I don't know if the words normalcy or like you know a state of like everything being super normal but like having waves of feeling like this is really you know really weird like really something else so it's it, it, it goes you know back and forth between feeling like everything's all right and everything's fucking ending right now
0: <laughs> well you guys got it a little different you guys have like multiple natural disasters that happen in your general yeah. vicinity. So earthquakes, uh f- forests that light on fire, uh um, yeah. a couple other things. So I think it's it's gotta be like semi kind of normal for you guys, maybe, just cause those things happen, I would think. But um yeah. it's definitely weird not being able to like
1: go out places or yeah, you know, I it just sucks that like I want to go buy new bedding, like sheets. You know, like things that you take for granted. I'm like starting to like realize, damn, I should have done that before. Like, I, you know, just like like bed sheets. You know, I want to buy new bed sheets, and the only fucking thing is open is Target. You know, and, and the bed sheets there are like sandpaper or overex. You know, it's just so expensive. So. It sucks on that level. But, yeah, you're right. Like, we do have a lot of things that happen here often. So, I think that – I should probably close that back door. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of things that happen. So, maybe when another bad thing happens, it's like, whatever. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Uh, I mean, it's basically – because I'm out here in Dallas, it's basically like – I don't want to say it's business as usual cause everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, right. Oh, they're only allowing like a certain number of people inside of places. Um, right. I was standing in the five guys for lunch today and there, it was just like checkerboard. Like it just looked like there was literally just exactly the right amount of people to fit inside of there for like the number of orders. hundred like, yeah, After that, I don't think people would have started coming in like it was starting to get that much packed, where it was like, all right, maybe I don't want to stand in here with a bunch of other people.
1: Yeah, daily normal activities have become a roller coaster. Like in the in the same regard of like you know you go to Six Flags and you wait an hour and a half to ride Superman for like two minutes, if that. It's like a short ride. Like that's how it is here. Like trying to go to Trader Joe's, it's like you're in this long ass line for something that should take not a lot of time at all <laughs> i mean uh trader joe's
0: somehow that seems to be like the one place that didn't really look very busy that i've seen i go to walmart oh, yeah. there's like a hundred people out front like trader joe's has
1: a line of like three people right so i mean Here's it's kind of busy i think like walmart and trader joe's are the are like the mecca right now <laughs> but and Actually, yeah, they are. Like Walmart and Trader Joe's are the worst lines that I've seen. I've, I went to Costco. I, I risked it all for the Costco trip, and uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. It was, actually, it was actually better than any store I've actually been to. It was pretty fucking empty, in and out. Dude, no, uh, no free samples, though, bro. Come on.
0: How are you feeling about that in Costco? That's fucked up.
1: You know, uh, it's a small price to pay. It hurts a little bit every time I go and I don't see them out there, you know, with the with the little deliciousness, but uh, at this point I wouldn't even take a free sample if they had them knowing all the stuff's going on. <laughs> I fucked up yesterday, man. I'm a, a pretty solid like
0: germaphobe, but I got way too high yesterday and went out and ate and when I came back I went to 7-11 and mm-hmm. like I grabbed the door handle with my right hand. And was just so hungry. Like, by the time I got what I wanted, that I just reached in with that same hand and I was like, fuck. I ran home. Like, ah, Listerine, fucking, (laughs) just everything pot, like brushing my teeth frantically, like, debating upon, like, swishing, like, some rubbing alcohol in there. But I feel all right so far. I feel like that was just the right amount of bums, bums, and crazy people that probably touched that door handle that I got the COVID, like, like antibodies, maybe
1: without getting COVID. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, you you, you got you got the uh, oh, uh, what's it called? The immunity. I got the immunity,
0: the express version. You know, express. like I got the Panda Express version of COVID like immunity.
1: Instant deposit, boom. You Got that orange in, in the account. You're good. <laughs> I uh, I actually did that the other day. I got these like thin, crisp sugar cookies, and um, it was like I only touched that my steering wheel and um laundry detergent but i got the one in the back you know so it's like i don't think anyone stocked that for a moment maybe it's like pre uh pre covid so but i fucking i get the laundry detergent i get these thin crisp cookies and i have to go do laundry but i'm fucking starving so Instinctually, I just pop that bag open and I throw, you know, thin crisp in my mouth and think, if this is how I get COVID and I die, these better be delicious. And you know what? They rocked. They rocked the town. It was was worth it every moment. So I might not be here in a few weeks because of thin crisp uh, cookies, but it was a risk I was willing to take for sure.
0: Oh, I've eaten probably, oh, I bought six months worth of Gushers. I'm a fucking animal, and didn't even realize. Uh, I I shouldn't say I didn't realize that I, I was buying six months of gushers. It's just like the way it was presented to me on Amazon. It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> like it nice. was it said, it was thirty one dollars for like six pack of king size like gushers or something like that. Oh man! And I was like, that sounds reasonable to me. And then like I didn't really think like a pack of gushers is like two dollars. So that's 18 packs of gushers, realistically. So oh, yeah. they really king a, size. Oh, dude, they're so they're so <laughs> big. They're so, it's so bad. It's so bad. They're like one. They're they're two and a half size the regular pack. Oh, so I've God. already I've already eaten like six packs. So I'm well Oof. on the way to fucking.
1: To so being a gusher yourself. Full yeah. diabetes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You could squeeze oh, me and just fucking out the sides. Oof. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Living the dream, though. Living the dream which is a good segue into what we do here on the podcast, which is just generally talking about, you know, what, what is your dream? What's the will mm. that you have to see that happen? And how do you want to go about, do you, do you know the steps on how to go about doing it? And, uh, what are the, going to be the support systems once you figure out those steps, right? Cause those are the, probably the two biggest things I think that hold people back are, yeah. do you know the steps? do you have the support system to make the steps happen? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and for sure. I want to, I wanted to have you on Kai because uh, you absolutely know, I think firsthand I know from your experience and your story that you know how to make things happen. Right. Right. And also not fight the tide on letting those things, letting things happen to you. Right. There's making things happen Mm -hmm. and letting things happen when those things happen. So, um, if you don't mind if you just want to like give a little bit of your your story about how you ended up in sunny california and uh yeah just let people know like what you do and how
1: how everything came about i'd appreciate it for sure um so first you know thank you for having me on and allowing me to tell the story um and i agree with you you know there's a lot of things that hold people back from achieving their dreams and uh you know Like, do you know the steps to get there and whatnot? I think for me, I've always known that your dream is essentially a destination. Uh, And I think that's the biggest thing is just knowing what your destination is. And then you kind of break down how to get there. And then do you have the support to get there? I have my back door open. I have to close it, I'm so sorry. You're all good. I keep slamming. That sounds good.
0: All right, Kai, why don't you just uh, give us a little bit of, uh, about your story, about you?
1: So, uh, luckily for me, I always knew where my destination was. You know, as far as like my dream, you know, of what I wanted to do was just be a very uh, creative individual. I just loved being able to create anything, you know, and be able to assist people with creation, uh, whether it was like visual resources or audio resources anything that would allow the creation of you know some ideas to manifest and for me I knew that California was kind of like the mecca for being able to be a successful creative and have a a career that's actually going to pay you Mm -hmm. so uh, I think it was just a matter of time until I initially took the leap of faith and believed in myself enough to just say you know I I'll do it, you know, I'll do everything I can and, uh, and risk life even to to see it through. And I think that's how I, I, I wound up here. It's, you know, it's actually pretty wild. I, I always used to say that like when I'm 25, I'm, I would move to LA, you know, and that's mostly because I was a skateboarder. So, you know, a lot of my in uh, early decisions were definitely based upon like what would help my skate career. and um, And obviously LA was, another mecca for skate always my whole life i was kind of geared to coming to california um and then as i grew up or as i grew up you know i learned a lot of things about myself about you know how creative i am as an individual outside of skateboarding and then it, that kind of manifested into its own thing as well
0: nice um, uh so yeah you were mentioning like made it out like i said before made it out to sunny old california yeah. um where where did the so where did you start your process of becoming a creative so like where did where did that begin uh both geographically as well as like in the timeline of your life
1: um i think i've i've always been a very creative person um but i know that like it initially started let me just get that a little bit in there and definitely really started when i was really young about like 7 8 years old with photography um and my so this is hilarious my dad was on a he wanted to be on like this dating app and he needed a profile photo so he handed me like this old like this really small like point and shoot camera i'm like eight you know and he's like (laughs) hey i need you to take a photo of me so i can upload it to this site yada yada and um and that was it i snapped a photo of him he's like oh this is a really good photo man you should you know i think i think you, you think you'll be good at this and i was like eight so i was like yeah fuck yeah i just i love taking photos you know i feel like when you're when you're young doing anything like that especially photography back then before the the cell phone you know like to be able to snap a photo was actually kind of like a thing you know because now everyone could do it it's kind of like not as special it's like oh yeah we could just a selfie right now but like back then you had to have a camera you know it wasn't you know so either way I, I I did that and that kind of sparked that and he bought me my first camera as a teenager so I would just shoot and that was like my really big love of life was just doing photography and after and that was Florida I was Orlando Florida um, and then afterwards when I was in Connecticut um, I always spent a lot of time like inside I was kind of like a Uh, one of those kids that like I, i didn't like to be outside we lived in like a really you know not a great area so um my my grandmother definitely tried to like keep me away from the streets as much as she could and if i was inside you know i had a computer i was one of like you know growing up with the internet so i was always trying to see like what's out there what can i learn what can i do um and like i remember when torrenting first like came about i was torrenting everything i downloaded photoshop downloaded flash i i fucking torrented literally anything that was on the web at that time i mean and it gave uh, gave
0: yourself that bit torrent aids for sure that oh nice, man that yo
1: rip to that to that computer my grandmother's old computer that thing is i'm sure like if if there was computer language like if it could vote vocalize Emotion, It would probably just be shouting and yelling in pain from how much shit I put that thing through.
0: Oh, any, uh, anybody who who downloaded BitTorrents in the 2000s yeah.
1: is definitely like, that's
0: like the chained computer to the radiator, oh, like one grilled yeah. cheese sandwich a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, love that computer. Shout out that computer. It's what it started everything. Uh, but yeah, I downloaded everything on that shit. And um, MySpace is really big. Um, so I remember like I would go to Google and I would just search up Photoshop tutorials and I would, you know, do every Photoshop tutorial that there was like anything I could find to help me grow and learn new things. And I just had a, a really big drive of, I loved doing that. And and then when MySpace came out, I picked it up really quickly and learned how to make themes. And I was like middle school and uh friends would see my myspace layout and they wanted one you know they were they would want me to make them one and since i was broke i was hustling so i was like you know i was on a free lunch program and on free lunch program and this was, i was back in orlando at this point i was in free lunch program you know they gave you like you know sometimes it would just be one of those uncrustable pb and j's sometimes it would just be straight up bread and cheese and then you grab a milk carton and that's pretty much it oh and the fucking sliced apples so it's like, meanwhile, you know, kids having burgers, pizza, fucking lasagna, the works, over on the next line over, and I felt like a peasant, just like, I got my bread and cheese. <laughs> so, you know, homie comes to me, he's like, I want my myspace, like that, like, dope man, like, how much you want? So i have about money. Money didn't even exist to me. Um, I was just like, yo, give me a week of pizza, and I got you, and that was like the birth of me doing things as creatively as, as like kind of like a job. So then I had a few people, I would make their MySpace layouts and they would get me pizza, cheeseburgers, all that kind of stuff. And, and then it grew from there. And then I was like, oh, okay. So people want, people need these things and they'll pay for it or do things for it. So I think, it, yeah, it definitely grew from there.
0: <laughs> so you're saying, so you're saying you were secretly a thick boy that you were, that you needed that thick boy food. And so it was whatever creatively you needed to do. Yeah, Luckily we had top, we had MySpace top fives and, and like Mm -hmm. OG, OG uh, gifts from back in the
1: day. So, oh man, yeah. (laughs) So that's how it all started. Definitely the early days was just like, just a lot of curiosity and like, what can I do? What, you know, what can I make? What can I, I don't know. I just, I always fell in love with the thing that's like, this did not exist before like that Drake meme. This look around, look what you see. Like this wasn't here. We did this. Like that, that, that feeling of like, this wasn't, this didn't exist a moment ago. Like we, uh, you know, me, us collectively, whatever the case may be, but like you're able to take something from nothing and then like, and, and then make it something in, in, you know, the physical world or digital world or some shit. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think it's beautiful. You know, we don't live forever. We're, 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 you know, we're cursed with mortality, but the things we make, you know, could last forever. And I think you can live on through, through creating things, whether it be writing or um, or drawing or music or whatever. So.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's something that we immediately when we met started jiving about like just the, the importance of like creating an expression and just like, being 100% you right while you're doing your creating and while you're doing your, your process, which I think is so important. And like I was touching on before, like, and, uh, in, in part of your story, like you touch upon some important things that I think are, are keys to being generally successful, which like the first one was that, you know, you, first one I would touch upon that I just think is interesting is that you actually had uh, positive reinforcement for what you do in your career now, which I think is so important as to like just generally why we should have more positive reinforcement overall. Cause like yeah. somebody saw you do something, you know, and creatively clearly like saw that there was a talent there and, right. and your father like gave you that positive reassurance. And so that created like this spark and then that spark was eventually fed by thick boy vibes. Right. So some, (laughs) and some some pizza. So it's like that, that process, right. Of like that positive reinforcement. I think that's so important. Just as a general concept, we should all be positively reinforcing each other, but also the, the fact that, that you were a like prepared to, to, or like have the, The willingness, or just not the fear of movement. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's a key to success that I think a lot of people miss, or that a lot of people following dreams don't really realize. Like, that's going to be a key part. Is like location, location, location. Like, it's important to your business. It's important to everything. So, it's like the fact that like you moved literally to the furthest state from where you currently, from where you used to be. Right. 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 Um, Across the country. Cross literally across the country, and like. Uh, the fact that and and I'll and again we can dive on that a little more later on, but the fact like you did it like like I did mine fast, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. set world records for.
1: Like, <laughs> how I to mean, fucking uh,
0: literally go to an entirely separate universe of the world and then just right. create like an entirely new uh you know framework. just experience framework but like yeah that's super important that like i'm excited to talk to you a little bit about and just like right what was so
1: it definitely was
0: not not like not the expected thing right
1: <laughs> i will all right so let's talk about the story of how i came to la and uh it's why like i always like i said i always knew that I would make it to L.A. and I always said that when I'm 25, I am move out to L.A. And uh, so it wasn't like, it wasn't on my mind. It wasn't like I didn't think about it. Um, But like, it was fucking honestly moronic looking back. Like I was dumb. Like I wouldn't, I would not advise anyone to do what I did the way i did it i say chase your dreams fucking for sure my guy but like maybe be a little bit wiser about it i wouldn't have done it this way but i did do it so i guess i'm a hypocrite all right, all right so, so I, boom boom let's let's hop right so that's a perfect segue so hop
0: right into like like give us the real cuz if the time frame is the way i remember the time frame being like this is a good one because mine is a short time frame yours is a yeah. even like mine's this big most people's yeah. to figure things out for those of you watching this is the normal person's time frame right it just barely fits in what they can comprehend and then here's like maybe what i did and here's what i think kai did like time frame wise so kai let's let's go (laughs) so
1: all right i worked at a studio in connecticut and um a music studio and uh so things are going pretty well and then um because of things that happened there uh I no longer work there and some people didn't work there anymore. And it was a really unfortunate event, you know, it was really shitty, but you know, so that, that, that sucked ass. But one of the people I met when I worked there was a manager of, you know, an artist and part of like a a rap collective. And that artist was going to be working with someone in West Hollywood, a pretty big producer engineer guy here. Um, I'm not going to use anybody's names and any of this, but,
0: Nope, we don't so, name we don't name drop here. We don't kiss each other. Nope.
1: So the artist was coming to West Hollywood and the manager hit me up and said, Yo, I can't make it. I can't go on this trip. Like, but I know that you, you know, are going through it right now and I think you would benefit a lot from going on the trip and we need someone to do photography and videography and, and, and cover the event. Or not the event, cover the, you know, the trip. So fuck yeah i was i was on it and um you know it was just supposed to be three days and uh and i had every intention in going back you know i didn't i had definitely had a fear of going back you know like making it and being in the environment that i wanted to be in so badly that i've dreamt about my entire life and uh to be there and and then to leave it was such a terrifying thing but you know, I, 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 definitely had every intention on going back to Connecticut, you know, flying back to New York that, you know, after the trip was done and, um, I make it here fucking first off wild, like they lose my bag. So I'm in West Hollywood. We're running around on Melrose. I'm doing photography and I have like ripped up khakis. I'm wearing like my, I call it like my flight clothes. Like it's almost like, it's literally a half step above your bedroom attire. Like what you wear to get comfy. Yeah, you yeah. know, I just like it's like that new school now that's that new school airport
0: attire is what we Yeah, yeah, say. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't I don't go in the sweats. You know, I like to look a little bit like I'm ready to go do something, but uh but still very casual and and comfortable. So I I got these but but the, again, this is not like clothes you want to wear just like out in, you know, Hollywood or West Hollywood or LA for most part. You know, I'm just looking bummy and I had fucking uh these be overcooked moccasins, like you. Know, I'm talking like yo, no. My swag was <laughs> the drip was not dripping. Okay, it was yeah, yeah. it was dry. It was real dry. So and like this gross white tee, like uh, I was looking real bummy. And because they lost my fucking bag, so I didn't have a bag. I guess something happened with it. And I'm and, and you know when you're working with an artist, and you're working with a team. You got to just you got to go with go, the go, punches. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Everybody's and the timeframe.
0: time frame
1: fuck yeah and we were and we drove um we flew uh sprint it's not sprint i'm sorry spirit we, we flew spirit airlines which, which is the fucking worst don't do it i know it's cheap and everyone's like yeah well i mean like oh fuck it. like whatever man it's like 20 bucks it's like no it's not 20 bucks it's your soul that you're selling when you step on that airline
0: the fucking but, seats are all literally oh right next God. to each other
1: you can't is- breathe What's if I have one that-
0: more person's fat roll over their fucking armrest and touch my body, oh, I man. swear to
1: God, I'm gonna spaz out at the airport. Well, so the the flight was canceled as soon as we stepped into the airport. Like it was this trip did not go as according to plan for the most part. I mean, definitely we definitely were able to still record the artist was able to make music, uh, but the timeline was just so fucked because the. the I got pushed back and they sent to Fort Lauderdale or some bullshit. And they didn't uh, give us like a, a, a ranging flight. I don't know, man. It was so wild. But we finally get here. A lot. I lost my bag because of this whole bullshit with the flights and running around in moccasins, you know, taking photos of these guys. And I look, I'm a Melrose, right? So I look left and I look right and I see, you know, just all these creative looking people, like, you know, colored hair. I saw, like, you know, everybody wearing designer brands or like at least very like artistic looking clothing like a lot of DIY stuff I just saw a culture and an environment where I was like this is where you can be to fully express yourself and like no one's going to judge you you know for the most part of like how you look or how you present yourself or you know the character that you present to the world that you call it yourself and like as opposed to being in Connecticut or somewhere that's a little bit more conservative in the aspect of express self expression self-expression through you know physical attributes like Connecticut or fucking I don't know
0: oh it's so crazy they want the, in Connecticut i would say that there's everybody wants so they want liberal values, right? But they want right. every, they want your white people to look like white people and your black people right. to look like black people. And right. They want not people to, to not be to dive old. into race or anything, but I'm just saying,
1: like in general, you're supposed to look the way or present yeah. yourself the way that you're expected to look, you know? Right. Right. By social standards and whatever. So, I think that's why I like to LA because the social standard here is like, you know, way different. No one's expected to conform to some pre. Like composed version of what uh, a person should look like. You know, people can look like whatever you fucking want. You can have face tats. That doesn't mean that you're, you know, a murderer. that could just mean that just into <laughs> tattoos. Like my barber has face tats, and I don't think he's gonna slice slice my throat. I think he could, he could play someone in a movie that would do that.
0: That's probably. But he, he does. seems like a very
1: genuine guy. He probably he does. Yeah, he
0: probably does for real. Isn't that the yeah. thing? Like everybody's working two jobs in LA. Everybody, everybody got- works. Yeah, everyone works many jobs. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's it. This is making it all happen, right? Making it all happen. But so so yeah, I make it here, and I don't fly back. Long story short, I don't fly back. Uh, I get to the airport, and the whole trip, I'm thinking, you know, God, I I don't think I should go back. Like I felt like if I go back to Connecticut, I'm gonna die. Like it's the end of my life. It's gonna be over. Like I'll I'll never have this opportunity uh, opportunity again, right? And so we're at the airport. We're at the fucking terminal. We're about to get on the plane. And as soon as we walk to the terminal, um, the flight attendant gets on and she's like, yeah, uh, we're going to be looking for uh, passengers looking to give up their plane ticket because uh, we overbooked. And whoever offers up their ticket will get a $500 flight voucher. Fucking zoomed my ass to that counter. I was like, yeah, here you go. I'll give up my ticket. Someone else can take my take my place let me get that $500 flight, my $500 flight voucher. And then I can just, you know, I was like, in my, like, I literally, as I walked to the terminal, I'm like, I I said out loud, like, and I'm, you know, at the time my religion or my faith was a little questionable. So I, you know, I'm like, I look up and I'm like, please allow me to stay like universe, (laughs) God, karma, energy, Uh, please give me this opportunity. Right. And I'm like about to board the plane. And then boom, this lady gets on, says, you know, they're looking for people to give up their seat. I give up my seat. They give me the, I fought for that shit too. They were trying to give it to this other guy. And I'm like, bro, you don't need this. Like I need this. (laughs) I was like, I convinced them and whatnot. I'm like, yo, just, just go back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you good like let me let me take this let me take this one for the team like you take your flight i'll 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 sit this one out so boom whatever they allow it $500 flight voucher and i had not i i was broke i literally had 0 dollars 0 dollars and had no one i knew in california so like i had met several people here briefly and one of the like one of the nights here in LA and now this is a weird story. So I know people whoever watches this in in the circle here is probably gonna be like ah this bucket, whatever. So I I'm with this, I'm with I'm with the I'm with the team, right? And they're like they want to party, you know, it's LA um and I I for some reason play the role of a manager and the facilitator of things uh so for some reason they all looked to me to figure these these things out and they were like yeah let's you know let's party so you know i arrange it and we get drinks or whatever and then i have to arrange women you know because what's a party without you know multiple genders so um so, so i find i do that and i get like three four girls over the house i don't know anyone in la i don't know anything about la somehow i made this happen so you just and, like hit people on the gram just like, or like uh, i did something just, else i did something else but so i <laughs> but uh so i get i get you know i get four girls over um and one of the girls you know so everybody's you know partying and having fun and whatnot but one of these girls was she was the baddest of them all too like she was fine bro and like the immediately like she was like looking at me and I'm like yeah it was good like you know whatever right i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> shy too so um and i'm not really i don't know whatever right so we hit it off and we start talking and shit And I start telling her, you know, things about me. She's telling me things about her. And she's like, you know, I just don't think you should go back. I think you really should be out here. It sounds like this is what you're supposed to be. And I'm just like, yes, gas me up. Like, I'm trying to be out here.
0: (laughs) Give me yeses, please. Give me yeses. Yeah, so
1: I don't get on the fucking plane. And she's the first person I call. So um, she's the only person I knew. So I was like, yo, I didn't get on the plane. I'm at LAX, LAX, and uh, don't know what to do now. And I'm broke. And I was like, this might have been a stupid decision. I'll probably just fly back in the morning. She was like, no, I knew it. Like, I had a dream last night that you weren't supposed to go back. Bitches She's with like, dreams. I love bitches who have
0: dreams. They're I fucking love dreams.
1: Great. Right, so she, she has the dream. <laughs> She's like, you know, I just had a dream. You weren't supposed to go back. And um, so, boom, she, like, cash apps me a few a few bucks. So I can go to a place called We Spa, shout out We Spa, I saved my life. And uh, so it's a 24, 24 hour spa that you can sleep at, you know, you could chill there. And it, it was relatively, you know, low money. So at the time too, when I went there, it was actually cheaper. Now they raised the prices, probably because of me, because <laughs> I would be there all the fucking time. So success
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah. So she paid for me to
1: stay there for the night. And then uh, to collect, you know, my thoughts and whatnot. And literally this is where like faith comes into play now because prior to, to coming out to LA, I was really depressed. You know, I was kind of like going through a lot of mental things, you know, outside of the studio stuff, outside of everything. Like there was personal things that I was going through that everything kind of collapsed on me. Those last days of Connecticut, like everything over like five years plus of like, you know, just awful shit just kind of like started piling on top of me and I was like, All right, I'm done. I don't want to live anymore. And but I always said, like, I can't go. I can't leave this world without seeing the waters of California. Like that was like the whole my whole reason of living for so long was like I can't wait to get to California. Like it's like my end goal. So I was just like knew that like if I was gonna die, like I could die right now, like from a fucking uh, you know, I don't know, a plane crash right now could just slam on me. And it's like If had I not taken, like, and if I I hadn't seen the waters of California, I would just be, like, so mad that, like, that's how I left, and I wasn't able to accomplish that. So, yeah, so I just fucking stayed and was like, I'll just do this, and if I die, I die, but at least I would have seen the water of California. Like, that was my last thing I wanted to do, and everything after that was just, like, whatever happens, happens. Like, I have no plan after that. I was broke. I had no, didn't know anybody. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, so so that's that's what i
0: so that's the craziest thing about like and this is why i needed to have you on the cast because i did my shit in like from start to finish like found a job a place to move and like packed up my shit in three weeks you did that shit in legit like a day like just like made the decision like no, I'm. I live here now, which is fucking <laughs> like. You want to talk? All right. So anybody who just fucking listened, and if you should still be listening, he just said that he moved someplace in one fucking day, two thousand miles away from everyone he knows. Yeah. Everyone he knows now. Yeah. Now just to with no money. With no money, I exactly. Is, no yeah. money. That's what I mean. That's so yeah. crazy. I I left with some time some type of a plan and some money
1: yeah you were ideal you i, I would, feel like you
0: I, I think for the most part close to yeah. deal right like unless yeah. you're like super well off and like people are just like knocking on your door to get a job and move yeah like i think i did mine like fairly reasonably look like, if you're yeah.
1: watching this right now and you want to chase your dreams mine Do is it. inspirational but his is is the goal follow hit what he did
0: Land yeah. between us, in between yeah. the screens right here. You need to land right here <laughs> on this line right here. Yeah. But yes, Sorry. no. So for, for background story on how we got to this podcast. So I met Kai, it'd be three years ago. And so yeah. Kai's, uh, Kai was dating uh, a very close friend of mine at the time. And fucking... Uh, it's just crazy how like there's certain like and I just kind of knew it like the first time that I met you that there was a vibe where I was like oh this dude's like he's not he's bigger than Waterbury Connecticut you know what I'm saying he's yeah. bigger than West Haven Connecticut you know what I mean like he's he, it was just like it was it was obvious to me like I throw it up that's what yeah. I mean shout that out my 30s that's it I miss but, you guys no, for real, it's all legit, but it's just, like, it's different when, like, I just feel like there's some people that that just live life in a different gear, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, on a different level of, like, fear and risk. So, that's a perfect segue into, like, what I wanted to talk to you about, which is, like, would, uh, and again, like, would you say that there's more paralysis, in thinking about doing the things that you want to do? Or do you think mm. there's more paralysis and feeling stuck once you've started to do the things? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, are you, mm. do you feel like it's more that you just got to get into it? And once you're into yeah. it, like, you'll try and figure out how to make it work? Or is it yeah. more like, do you think more people like end up not successful because they never actually start? Do you get what I'm saying? Right, like, right.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think, um, you know, I think there's, I think both realities are very, very real. And I guess in the measuring sense of like, what is scarier or, or what, uh, or what, what, what's the word you use more for what? Oh, uh, just I'm trying to grow my vocabulary. I parat- like the word like you
0: use. A deeper level of paralysis, like the paralysis of like, I see. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not starting.
1: So, yeah. I think, I think the fear of starting or the fear the fears that people have about achieving their dreams of like, what could go wrong is definitely the biggest thing that will like, you know, stop you from doing it and starting. And I think that's more, I think that's sometimes worse. I, it's actually, I feel like a case by case basis because I know people, a lot of people who could start things, but the fear of like continuing it is, is, is is heavy for them, and then I know people who the fear of just like even starting it, or the fear of failing stops them from even starting it, and the fear of failing stops people from achieving it once they have started. I think the the there's a book that I read called the the War of Art. I'm pretty sure it's the War of Art, and it was sent to me by a very close friend. And anything they recommend, I'm like right on i'm going to i'm going to read it i'm going to watch it i'm going to soak it in i'm going to analyze it and so they sent me this book out of the blue and i read the book and the biggest thing it talks about is resistance and how as an artist or a creative individual the most like your demon that you will be forced to face your entire life no matter what you're doing if you're a creative individual is resistance, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to help the homeless or record a hit song or film something or direct something, whatever it is, if you're creative, you're going to face the demon called resistance. And that's the resistance to start something, the resistance to follow it through, and then the resistance to do it again. And like, it's just a matter of everyone has to have their ways and mechanisms to properly fight that, that resistance in, you know, a beneficial way that can, you know, uh, mitigate and like relieve some of those problems that they're going to be facing, like the fear of failing or like, what if people don't like this or something like that? And there's just, so I think it's all the same. I don't think, I don't think anyone, but I think just understanding that the more you like something, the more resistance that you're going to feel towards it. And with the stronger resistance that there is, obviously that you're going to choose not to do it. Like you're going to choose to be a little bit more apprehensive when it comes to starting something because, you know, you have that big resistance, but you have to just face it, you know, the best way possible.
0: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, uh, and I think an important point to get across is I think the propensity for, uh, for not the propensity of failure happens more at the at the level of not getting things done right right so it's like yeah. so it's like you either don't know what to do mm. or you know what to do and you don't know how to do it right so it's like because right, right. literally everything is just like the next step right we all can only right. do like one thing which is just take the next step forward in order right. to just get anything done right so that's the biggest thing i think they, like
1: so that's getting what I mean. a good strategy yeah
0: Getting it, getting going, you know, Kai did it in one day, knew one person, had one person. So like, this is another perfect segue, which is, um, like for a long time now, I thought that there's like four things that like everybody needs in order to like be successful or in order to pursue a dream. And I think that everybody gets them in certain dosages, but the people that I see following their dream and getting success or getting the positive feelings like the happiness that they're looking for or the communal aspect that they're looking for uh comes down to being physically fit or, or taking care of your physical body your, right. your mental state as to like what is your your general mental um or um, what i should really say is your emotional being as to like how you're feeling and how those around you are feeling And then your mental like challenges, like what are you doing to either challenge yourself or to accomplish what it is that you're seeking to accomplish. If you're actually pursuing your dream, you're going to have challenges in that process and it's, and it's overcoming those. And like also like just looking at the most basic, what is the next step of that particular challenge that I got to take on? What's your mental and last, which you were just saying before is the spiritual, right? And I think that for those people who really, push to have their dreams, you know, my story and your story have that same component where there's just these moments that are just unbelievable where you're just like, okay, I just had like, so like for me, you had the sign of being at the airport. Right. Mm-hmm. And just, and just like, you know, please gotta let, let, let something show me what's going on. And the lady asked for the, the voucher, you call the, the hot chick, you meet at the party. And and somehow the ball just starts rolling downhill from there, right? I mean yeah. realistically it's more like uphill, but you get what yeah, I'm it saying. Definitely right? went, <laughs> it
1: definitely went it definitely went it was I don't I don't even think it was an up and down, I just fucking levitated. It was like in limbo of this weird dimension, but just yeah, spinning I think you're right. just the like, quarters. There's a there's a sense of like risk that is needed to be taken. It's the leap of faith. And perfect and example. it's a leap of faith of jumping into like Honestly, like if you watched Marvel, where Thanos sacrifices um, Gamora for the Spirit Stone, you know. Good point. I'm happy I remembered everyone's names. That was good Uh, that you got the names right. (laughs) But like Gamora and Thanos are you, you know what I mean? And you have to throw your old self. You have to sacrifice your old self in order to obtain the thing that you want most, which is, you know, like your dream and and you like if you're raised like many people are raised to be like if you're raised to to shoot down your own dream and you don't have that like you're not raised with that mentality of like to take those risks then which most people aren't you know then you're never going to be able to uh, uh, achieve it and because you're already conditioned in this way to to shoot yourself down. You're you're you've conditioned yourself to see resistance and, and succumb to it every single time. And the only way you can overcome that, you can't overcome that. That's the that's the that's the paradox. You can't overcome that, but the person that you can be, you know what I mean? Like the the like the better version of yourself can overcome that. Yes. That that demon, but you, in the way that in the state that you are, cannot. You need to like literally like what I did is. I literally took my, who I was. And I said, I don't care if I die. I will, my life trade for my dream. And that's what I did. I took the ultimate risk of like, I don't know what will happen. I have no money. I don't know nobody. I can, you know, walk into gang territory. I could do so many stupid things in this place that I don't know. And I could be, and my life could be over for many different reasons. A fucking bum could just right there. And like, I don't know. So it's like, you have to be willing to put everything on the line for your dream. And, and inherently by me doing that, it, it was like the death of an old of the old me and like a birth of a new me. It was like this rite of passage where the person I was, who was afraid to take risks that that was afraid to do certain things that would succumb to, 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 to the resistance, that person died. And a new person was born who would look at resistance and say like, let's go, let's get this pop in. Like, when I when I now when I feel really uncomfortable or uh, like you know when I do a show, every time I do a show, like doesn't matter how prepared I am, doesn't matter how many times like I rehearse or I know my songs or I know like this that the third like like I always will feel like <sighs> like maybe I don't have to do this. Maybe I could just get sick and like maybe you know just like just chill out like you know what I mean like it's like whatever. I don't you know maybe I don't even want to do this. But like that's so fucking stupid because like I love the energy. I love doing it and like they're always so fun. So it's like you know when i get in that mode like instead of like succumbing to the resistance i like i have those thoughts but i let it go and then like i allow myself to just think like no nah, fuck that like this is those thoughts allow me to know that i'm getting uncomfortable which means i'm able to grow right now like yeah. anytime you're uncomfortable you can grow if you're comfortable you're not going to grow so it's like when i start feeling those things i still so start feeling my heart rate pump i'm like oh my god everything could fucking like everything can go wrong right now like kind of gets me excited because that just means like high risk comes really high reward. And just like the only thing that separates those two things are, is your perspective, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. If you go
1: into it knowing like you're kind of nervous about it and that's exciting you because that just means like you care about it a lot more to do it, to do it the way you wanted to do it. And then just like to know that like that thought doesn't need to be disabling you. It doesn't need to like stop you from doing it. It should get you amped up even more but I think it's, like, the pressure of, like, feeling it, like, I can fuck up, everything can go wrong, like, you're having it in front of you, instead of just, like, like, throw that, if you toss that same energy, because it's not gonna leave you, like, as a creative, you're always gonna have those, those, those moments of, like, this could be shit, but, like, if you allow it to be in front of you, then it's gonna hold you down, but if you just... Just fucking just let that shit slide by you, and don't let, let don't let it sit with you, and let it like push you further to just like know that like that just means you care about it. That just means like you want to do a good job, and you and and you kind of start using that as motivation. You throw that energy behind you; it's going to propel you forward instead of pushing back. And like that's like the biggest thing is just seeing resistance as like instead of seeing it as like the demon that it is that doesn't want you to succeed. It's just more of like a mirror of saying. Like, if you fear about doing it, like if you fear about leaving your home state and you want to go, you know, LA or fucking Canada or some shit, like, and you are scared to do that, like, that resistance that you're feeling towards it just means you care about doing it so much more that, like, that should be the signifier that, yeah, do it. Like, if you're scared about your dreams, that's good. I feel like that just means, like, you actually care about it because if you didn't, you probably wouldn't be scared.
0: Absolutely. That absolutely. That's exactly, I think one of the bigger points is uh you gotta you have to find those support levels right yeah and the first one and the most important one is this is the self-support level right right and that's like touches on like the emotional thing that i was talking about it's like you have to put yourself in that state where like you're gonna allow yourself to take a risk possibly fail possibly not have it work out have to kind of You know, put your your tail between the legs and like return to whatever you can return to, right? Right. If that's an option. If that's not an option, then like just fucking keep keep grabbing life by the horns, right? Just grab it by the balls and keep going because there's nothing else. If you got no other options, just like everything should just be boom or bust option for you. You know what I'm saying? Within within reason, right? Uh, Right. To a degree, but like for those who have not, for those who have little you know, like the, uh, put it like this. If you're at home and you're living with mom and dad, or you have like, even like if you have like two or three roommates that you like really can count on and rely upon, like it, you should be trying to take risks. You should be having a high side hustle. You should be having something that like puts you in, puts you in that uncomfortable place. Right. So that you can go ahead and try and, figure out what it right. is that you want to do, right? Yeah. So support show support to yourself first and foremost right. by doing the right. things that you want to do. And then just see what's the temperature of the room for what's going on with the people who say are your supporters. Right. Yeah. So like that's a that's a key thing. Like if somebody's not your supporter in your pursuit of your dream, like I'm of the opinion I think you share the sentiment, Kai, where it's kind of like unless you have some constructive criticism. Or like, you've got a route for me here. Like, fuck off. Like we've got shit. I got, I got shit. I got to do. Right. Like I got grinding to keep going. I've got connections I need to make. I have work. I need to produce. I have
1: just a distraction.
0: It's just, it's just bad vibes. Right. So it's just like, you have to have that self-support level first. You have to have that friend or that immediate level of like, who's around you on the daily and make sure that there's not a lot of negative energy. Like, a to you as a person and to what you pursue, but it's generally not good if that person. has a lot of negativity. Like one of the reasons why I think three years later, like, and we've talked maybe a handful of times in that time, just because we're both busy doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? But we pick right back up and and we're good to go. It's just like the solidness of the person, right? right. And the vibe that you get off that person up to like, Oh, this person's doing the, doing their best, treating people the best. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you circle yourselves with those people. You keep those people in the back of your mind, right? You check right, in right. on those
1: people. Yeah.
0: Show support, right? Give yeah. them a comment. Support give system them a is like. definitely
1: huge. I oh, think, yeah, like, absolutely. So, but until like you, you have to support yourself and you have to like, do you, if you don't take the, the leap of faith into your dream, like and take that big risk, then no one's going to take you seriously. And, and that's because you don't take yourself seriously until you take that risk. I think at that point, that's where you start, that's where you start cultivating a good community of supporters around you is like, you know, like it's only when you take that risk where other people can say, you did what? Well, damn, like you must really believe in yourself to do that. You know what I mean? And at that point, that's where, that's where the support comes into play because like, I mean, I made, I've made music for so long and like, and I've done a lot of creative things for, for a minute now, like just always honing in on it, trying to get better, trying to get better, trying to get better, try to like level up. And then, you know, but like, then it came to the point where I was like, I have to leave in order to, to get better and to, and to grow to the next level, because I've done everything I can where I was. And at least in my mind, you know, I definitely thought I used all the resources I could. And I was like, it's not good enough. I have to go, I have to grow. And it's like, and then when I made that leap of faith, and said, "Fuck it! Like I rather um, I'm gonna see what happens here." Like everything fell into place. Everything just like it. It was just like I put faith into into myself and faith into the universe. Whatever you want to believe that like I think that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm gonna do everything I can to get that. And as I did that, like I gave up my old self, I got my new self, my new mentality, and life will just put me in situations time after time again that that further propelled me towards my dream but and i noticed that it was only because i took that leap of faith i took that leap of faith and and i'm not saying like everything like propelled like you know as well as it should have like you know like i'm I'm not saying like i came here and i was like boom like you know job and like offers and and yada yada like you know i definitely like was stupid because i definitely lived in skid row and i was homeless for a little bit but like you know i still allowed myself to continue to grow and continue to like believe in myself and and because like just because you take the leap of faith doesn't mean you're going to achieve your dream just you know i mean just because you take the risk like that's just the first part of the bullshit that's about to happen like you got to be willing and ready for the next part of it, which is the next bullshit that's going to come. There's always going to be some next bullshit that's going to try to pull you down or like make you rethink yourself. But as long as you stay passionate and stay like in that new mindset, then like life is going to always put you in, in in a situation that's going to, that's going to help you grow, you know, whether you know it or not, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Sometimes it's a lot more fun. Sometimes like boom, like, I, you get invited to a party and then the guy you meet at the party is having a show. And then he wants you to perform at the show. Sometimes it happens like that. And it's like, Oh, that was really fun. But sometimes it makes you have to live on a park bench and like stay the night, you know, on the street. And that's not fun. But then because you did that, you bumped into the so, and so-and-so you out with the place And now you know what I mean? Like sometimes the growth period sucks ass, but like, as long as you're pursuing your dream and you're as confident and supporting yourself, then again, a life will always kind of give you what you need in order to get further to your goal. And you're going to have that support system because people can see that. Like if you're willing to give it all up just to be, you know, achieve your dreams, then you're going to, you know, they'll believe in you too. For
0: sure. No, there's something about that, that hunter, that hustler, that fighter mentality where it's like, you got to have that, uh, that survival spirit. Right. I think that that's sort of key where yeah.
1: you got to like, oh, and I, I think percent on my camera. Ooh, Ooh. about to die. Uh I have to switch to the Webby. I don't know. Oh, that camera resolution. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's ride it out. I mean, you can still see, see me, me on rocking, that, right? No, I'm still,
0: yeah, we're still rocking.
1: Yeah. Um, Said zero for a minute too. I didn't want to say nothing. I was <laughs>
0: <laughs> still rocking though. Still, still working. Rocking.
1: We still in here now. Now that we brought it up though, watch it's it's on the tink.
0: It's like I'm uh, out as soon have a
1: good as it, night. as soon as
0: it does. We'll just we'll, we'll figure out what we got to do. We'll go but, back um, but yeah, no. I saw. I was saying that 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 hustler spirit, that fighter spirit, that's key in the fact that you're gonna have to. And I think like the it, it's certainly much more motivating when you hear it from like. The Elon Musk's of the world, or right. the Jeff Bezos's, where they tell mm. you like they they ate ramen and like an egg, you know, or like yeah. two eggs and ramen for like a meal for like yeah. every Years. day for like a year. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's where it's like clearly they grinded and like made billions of dollars, but like, right, uh, they're gonna, there's gonna be a grind period, there's gonna be a suck ass period yeah. for sure that we were just talking about. Like, it's gonna, yeah, yeah. it's gonna take, it's not gonna be immediate you know but like there's definitely something to be said from like when you go from sleeping in your car Mm. or sleeping on the bench right Mm -hmm. been there to to sleeping on a couch right Mm -hmm. because then at least you have that communal feel like and you're safe you're indoors (laughs) and then you got like to to getting on to getting to your own spot right getting becoming a roommate or, or actually getting your own apartment like there's there are levels you see you see the success you fill your apartment with with furniture you know you, you do the things that you want to do right you live the life that you want to live, and like it just kind of it's amazing how you can just continuously sort of push forward one step at a time and just get to a point where you don't have to worry about things that you were worrying about previously i'm back, I hey, he's I was back. I've
1: been here the whole time, but uh. Yeah, the camera was was booty.
0: Nah, that's all good. So,
1: left the building.
0: <laughs> but um yeah, I think that in order to in order for you to start getting somewhere on the dream path, you're going to have to have some sacrifice, right? Yeah. So it's like it all depends upon what your level of sacrifice is to what it is that you want to do. So it's usually right. monetary or it's usually like time they're usually time constraints, right? So it's either like I'm working on money or, you know, if I want to do this, if I want to do this thing and I'm a family person, you know, it's less time with the wife. It's less time with the kids. There's
1: always going to be sacrifice.
0: And so again, so you have to be cool with, you know, I'm spending less time with them to do this for them, right? right? Hopefully you can communicate that message to them, but it's also like the quality of the time that you have with them. In general, going back to like that communal, that spirit, that emotion, like we were talking about earlier, like having the right vibe around you uh, is going to make it where, you know, hopefully they do it with you, right? Right, Or they can just, you're good about the habits that you have when it's time to have that quality time, right? Right, So be present, have your turn your phone, turn your phone off or be less on the phone. You know, right. engage. Ask what's going on with the person. Make sure they're doing well. Uh, try new things with that. You know, have new experiences with your loved ones or with your people. So, yeah. But uh, I think the whole the whole point is you have to be ready to take the the good with the bad in oh, order yeah. for the dream pursuit to really like be taken place. For so, sure. like, what are you doing? Uh, and I think we talked about this on our phone call uh, when we were prepping, but what what uh, what are some of your, like, things that you're doing to keep those four pillars thriving? So, like, what are you doing? Any fitness things? Any fitness tips for us? Any uh, any um, spiritual tips? You got oh, yeah, Sudoku before bed? Like, let's give yeah. me the goods. Let's get the goods here.
1: All right. So uh, how I keep myself in check um because you always have to have like a daily routine that helps you stay aligned with your core values as a person um and so yeah definitely like i have many things that i do i have physical activities that i do to stimulate my body and make sure that i'm staying relatively healthy and um And skateboarding is a big thing. Like I still skateboard. I skateboard probably more now than I have in the last few years. And I've been blessed to like kind of get back on it in a a good regard. Like I'm pretty consistent. So I I do that. I have a lot of cardio in that. And then, you know, some basic home workout stuff. Um, I used to hit the gym a lot. But, you know, stuff happens. So I stopped going for the most part. And, it happens. Uh, it happens. Yeah. But I still work out at home, and, and like I said, I still skate so much. So, I mean, I'm probably in the best physical shape I've been in in a long time. But yeah, so I say I think it's very important to you have to stay healthy both you know with your mind and your body. So I work out and I do meditate and I journal. um I journal regularly. I think that if there's the, anything that if you know it's about all about self-love and self-care and like the more that you love yourself you're gonna you're gonna do more things to better yourself and like uh meditating working out and journaling are some of the biggest things I could probably say to anybody who wants to level up in life um you know whether you're chasing a dream uh you just want to if you want to grow as a human being you should probably be doing these things and um for so many reasons like before i started journaling regularly i've been journaling for years years but like it used to be a little bit far and few between like you know very like spaced out um and now it's like regularly almost every day every other day i'm i'm writing and and it's allowed me to see the growth that i've had over you know a time period like maybe when i first came to la you know what i wrote about you know Prior to coming to LA, and then what I wrote when I first came to LA, and then what I wrote last week. And I can compare, you know, the things that I'm writing right now to my perspective on things when I first came here. And you can visually see your growth because if you don't record your thoughts, uh, you know, you think you know yourself, you know, like you think you know yourself in the moment until you look back. And you see like old photos or old videos or something that you wrote, and you're like, "God damn, I can't believe I was, you know, like that. I can't believe I even thought that that was a good idea." And um, so, and that that's the biggest like, you know, you can't rely on anybody else to check you. You have to be the one to check yourself. So I think that's a really big thing is journaling, and um, it also keeps you aligned with your goals. You know, like, are you staying consistent with your goals? Are you working every day? on your goals. And journaling helps me do that. Like, what did I do today that helped me further my success in in my dream of whatever it is I'm working on at the moment? Like, did I do something that was pushing me forward? Um, And like I said, journaling helps me do that. Meditating a little bit, you know, in a different regard of like, making sure that I can stay mindful, and especially being in LA. And, you know, like, or being in your dream environment, whether it's LA or, uh, I mean a studio or on set, like there comes this weirdness that comes like the resistance comes creeping in your ear. Like don't fuck this up. Like, you know what I mean? And meditating has taught me new methods and ways to like not listen to those voices and allow myself to listen to my own voice, as opposed to getting scared and listening to the voice of, stupidity tell me that like oh you don't got it in you like you can't do this and then like just saying i just practice mindfulness techniques and meditations so that like, bring me in the moment like make sure that like like remind myself that like look you're you you're right here right now in this moment like like in this building you're about to do this like this is you like don't let anything else stop you like you're here right now this is your moment like you know what i mean and it's like yep. if you're mindful in the moment then then you're gonna you're gonna react like as you should for what the moment calls for i think it's only when you get in your head and you start thinking about alternate realities of what could happen if i mess up you know like or like alternate alternate realities where you do mess up like if you're in your own head you're creating alternate realities and if you're in another reality you're not here right now you're not being mindful of the moment and you're gonna fuck up
0: for sure. Cause
1: you gotta for be sure. mindful. You gotta be in the moment. Like if I'm thinking about like, Oh, if I fuck up this tray flip, I can snap my ankles and I'll be in the hospital for a while. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if why not am I, if I do want to have while you're trying to do that, flip. Nah, I nah. don't want to do that. So just be in the mindful, like mindful of what's happening right now. Um, uh, yeah, physical, physical workouts, meditating and journaling are some of the biggest things that help me stay aligned with myself.
0: I'm so like, having stay aligned a with my dream,
1: Having a routine yeah. sounds like super important part of the, the whole
0: process, right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So just like having, and that doesn't mean like I wake up at this time, I go to bed at that time. It just means mm-hmm. like I accomplish a certain number of things. I would say it's mm-hmm. more like having, rather than having like a schedule or an agenda, right? It's more just like right. having a to-do list, right? I think that that's like yeah. the most healthy approach if you're somebody who doesn't like organization or doesn't necessarily look to having to write things down right or do certain things like and i'm similar that way uh you know that there's something to be said about just putting a checklist together and just checking off the boxes just so that you're getting the things done that you want to get accomplished Mm -hmm. and like not just going to the default setting of like okay let me turn on let me turn on the tv what's on netflix what's on this what's on that because like there's a certain we all need uh, because part of the Important thing is that if you're gonna be somebody who's looking to accomplish your goal, right, you're gonna have to produce. Right. In order to produce, there's gonna need to be a balance struck between like how much are you willing to give up, time-wise, and how much do you need for your muse to be fulfilled, right? Right. We need you need that balance, right? So like, um, I like some of the so I've been loving your story a lot recently when you've been doing some of your skate videos because it's just like some of the ways that they're shot some of the angles like uh just flow of the shot like i don't know if like i use like a camera balancer like a counterbalance whenever yeah. i'm like biking stabilizer or like or yeah, stabilizer exactly yeah. yep so just like different things like that like looking at it like imagine like i wonder if they did it like this or if i did it like mm. that like sometimes that time taking on the gram that people say isn't helpful it's yeah. helpful if you're working on things towards your project. If you're looking right. at videographers because you yeah. want to be a, a produce a film producer, if you're looking at music, you know, now there's a difference between just like looking at dope bitches in videos, right? Or right, actually, right. excuse yeah. me, dope women in videos. Since we're, Kai's on the podcast, we don't say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trying well, to
1: be more respectful.
0: The, the, very good. Very good. But like versus like, Versus like actually hearing somebody like talking about looping or talking about right, right, right. setting up. I think it's intention, of, you know, correct. I think it's yeah. got to do with like what you, how, what's your level of commitment to, to the craft that you're trying to go about getting on. Right. So I think uh, if you are gonna, if there is time that you want to take to be creative or take time to try and enjoy time off of the project, I think you can kind of tell yourself like how much your, how much engagement you really need to be doing because if yeah. you're constantly looking at things, then you know that you're constantly want to be engaged. This is something you really want to get done. This is something you can really do. That right. it's a passion of yours. Like so, part right. of it is like, am, is this the dream to follow? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of dreams that you can end up thinking about. Do you want to follow or not? And my my right. story going from, uh. Culinary, going from going to college to then not wanting to go to college, to go into culinary school, to not wanting right. to be a chef after being a chef for a year and head of a restaurant to right. switching back to doing the job that I did to put me through school, which was communicate, telecommunications, the cell phones, go right. back to uh, insurance, leave again. Now I do construction, you know? Right. So it's just like, there's nothing, no, no one particular thing that, that right. I've, stuck to but like right. the whole purpose is is like as soon as i'm done doing my job i'm looking at content for like travel i'm looking at content mm-hmm. for food i'm looking at things right. that like i have serious passions about and right. so i get that that muse that i fill my cup with those particular things right off of the things that i do for myself right it's just you i would say if anything take the opportunity to feel lucky if you already grind do what you want to do and then as soon as you get off you're just still doing the the inspirations of of what you're yeah. doing like you just get to live it all all the time like that's great yeah. that's that's some of those people that are like that like quote live the dream like you know like perfect example like gary v that's a dude uh-huh. where like as soon as he gets off of doing his job of, right, right. of you know, being him. media, yeah, me just being a media mogul, like he's just back to doing mogul things other than like when he decides he wants to garage sale or look at basketball cards. You know what I mean? Like, right, we all got to have those things. Those are his things where that has nothing to do with his business whatsoever. Oh, wow. He puts them in his business because he needs to uh, fill content, which is right you know, ultimately what every producer,
1: yeah,
0: and creative needs to try and do. There's
1: definitely does. a level of accountability that that comes with success or or wanting to be more successful is like you just have to learn to keep yourself accountable like you can't you have to learn how to be truly independent and not be codependent on people or substances or material possessions like you have to be very like uh you have to be adamant about keeping yourself disciplined and like the, like with Gary Vee, you know, like he, he, he worked his job, but then he was also working overtime and he did all these other things and he was always so active and motivating himself to continue doing stuff. Like if you work, you know, a job and it's not what your dream job is, you know, you need to be working overtime so that afterwards, as soon as you get off, you're working and investing that time in your craft and keeping yourself disciplined and holding yourself accountable to following through with things you know like making sure that as soon as you get off like like you said like you're not popping on Netflix like you're seeing like you have and 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 I guess like you know I don't want to tell people time like section off your time you know like in time blocks as to when you're going to do things like I I think that you know you can be a little bit more open with those things but sometimes you know you need to be as you have to be as organized as as possible and like and to hold yourself accountable, you need a time in the day. Like you need to say, like, if you're on a routine, you're working a nine to five and you get home at six 15, like then by six 30, like, you know, you take your, you know, as soon as you get home, you take your dump, like get water, your snack, whatever it is that you've been waiting all day to do at home. You know, you got 15 minutes, like refresh real quick. And then like, you, you should probably have like, you know, some things that you're going to hold yourself accountable. Like I'm going to make sure that like I watch, you know, these tutorials or I take these notes or, or I work
0: out or, you know, there's, there is things that like are going to help you outside of just doing the actual task. Mm -hmm. Like your success should definitely be built upon. Like you need to learn those tutorials. You need that mental, right? right? You need to make sure like you're treating your, your significant other. Well, your mom, your dad, well, your sister, uncle, whatever. Mm. but then you also need to actually be doing the work too. Right. So you yeah. have to balance those, but that's a part of, I think if you have to work that job, right, you yeah. should make sure to pay, uh, you know, pay yourself from just like an emotional phys- physical standpoint of like get your exercise right. in, get on to whatever it is that you're trying to do. But mm. then also like don't deprive yourself of those things that you need to. So like we were saying right. before going to a party mm. can be an opportunity right? Like right. that could be something where like you meet someone that you find that you want to incorporate now into the circle, right? You might find out things about people that are in your circle that you may want to now have them out of the circle. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. it's very important to be able to get those experiences in. So that comes with t- taking yourself outside of just the, the being at home grinding, also being a social, being a social person, right? Because you know. again, you're all going to need that different type of energy to be able to get what you're wanting to get accomplished, accomplished. So right. by the way, you were talking about earlier and I wanted to jump on it. Uh, was what, what was, what's the deal with the bums out there, bro? Like we got bums For down here, homeless? but like, that's what I'm saying. Like whether you guys are like ridiculous, like 20, mil- what is it? Like 18, 18- 8 million, 20 million homeless shit people. Ton, like, dude. It's we shit. have a city,
1: we have a city full of, of homeless people. I mean, Yeah. I got so many, I got so many thoughts on it for so many reasons. Like I, well, you've
0: lived like you've lived like you and I like, so like I lived my first night in
1: Dallas just to give everybody the real, real, I moved
0: in, I moved like somebody told me a a start date and then they were like, can you be here a week earlier than the start date? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was like having to switch everything, change everything, get my lease done, get everything done differently. But then when I drove, I left with three day, I left three days before it's a two it's legit a two-day drive and so right. like I stayed an extra day but still had a whole extra day here so I had to sleep in my car for a day because there was no yeah. there was no place for me to go and like back to talking about like the relevancy of like pursuing your dream on a budget like I had not enough money to like go get a hotel like I had the right amount of money to like pay rent get that first week of groceries and mm-hmm. like gas money to get to the, the job I was starting. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Right. Which was in Houston, which is by the way, like you're in Cali, that's like going to Sacramento, I think, or some shit like that. What's that three hours away
1: for you? Two hours away. Mm, I have no idea about Sacramento. It's something like that. Like, I think yeah.
0: it's, it's fucking up there. Right. So uh, like all I'm saying San Diego or some shit. That's what Fran- I mean. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's down there. So like yeah. Baja, it'd be like if you went to Baja right now.
1: Right. Yeah. it's a minute. You know
0: what I mean? That's a minute. That's what I yeah. mean. So, um, yeah so but uh whole point is is like you got to just be be ready to to kind of hop on it whatever but i was homeless for a a day technically had no place to go right you know
1: like you literally
0: were like i didn't have anything and i left at the airport right that's i didn't have a place to stay
1: i didn't i didn't um look let's see here Uh, i was here in august and I got my first room to rent in September. No. My God. I think it was September. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got my first place. I got my first room, which was in Skid Row and, and a church mission called Azusa Church Mission. And, um, my I had just gotten this job in Gardena as a graphic designer. It was like my third week here, and like just was on the fucking grind. And um, so I was homeless. I was actually all right. So I I was homeless, but like I would stay at the spa every night. I I had the money to, but since I started out with zero dollars, I didn't have much money. And like you know, I told my dad you know I, what I did, and he he sent me like I think a hundred bucks, and then my grandmother sent me like a hundred bucks um or 200 bucks and then i think i think that was it for them for the contributions monetarily from people that i got and but like the first night that i was at the spa a little side story i was editing the photos from the trip and someone saw me editing the photos this is what i'm saying like think life will give you what you need if you follow your dreams because i was stressed out i was like i'm broke I don't know what I'm doing. This is a stupid idea. So I'm, and I'm like, fuck it. Like I just need to edit these photos. That's my biggest concern. Like I'm gonna edit these photos, edit, edit all the shit I gotta do. And someone saw me doing that. She asked me, you know what I do? I told her what I did. She broke me a check off five hundred dollars that week for a website. Just get start, get started on the website. And I was like, that money held me over. That like a little bit of moments. So I had a little bit of bread to. Um, I didn't get the check immediately. You know, it was like, we agreed upon it. We met. She, they finally gave me the check, like, you know, a week and a half later or whatever. So I was still broke for a good amount of the time. But um, but that first day, you know, like, it was like the next day I, I was able to link with somebody and, and put some bread in my pocket eventually. So it was like, any anytime I had money, I stayed at the spa. When I didn't have money, I would stay, um, it was like on 7th Street. Uh, as soon as you get into downtown, like there's these big ass buildings. Oh, Fig at Seventh, Fig at Seventh. That's what it's 7. called. It's like this um, plaza of like shopping malls and whatnot, like Targets in there and shit. Um, no, we got seven percent on the Mac. Damn, bro, I gotta, I gotta get plugged in. Um, can or you or hear or the music?
0: A little bit. Not, not yeah, my
1: lot. neighbor, my neighbor just got this big ass sound system, and he's been bumping and like. It was actually funny the other day because yeah, he wanted me to send him music. So, I'll, you know, right. So I sent him some of my music. I come home. I totally forget. I sent him music. I come home and I didn't even hear the sound system yet. And I just hear these, these, these fucking 808s were knocking just like, I'm like, and it sounds like some dope shit like i thought was dope right <laughs>
0: uh, well duh <laughs> right but i
1: don't know i don't i forgot i completely forgot what i did i did forgot some music like you know whatever right because i did it a minute ago so and i again he does not he doesn't tell me he's gonna play he doesn't tell me he's got a new sound system i just come home aren't you? and i've never heard my music on speakers i haven't heard my music out like that you know not, that much yeah not on the, yeah. the
0: laptop or in the uh, earbuds yeah in or studio the studio yeah, yeah like yeah.
1: Like and I just never heard my music when if it wasn't me initiating playing it, yeah, yeah, yeah because it's yeah. so new, right? So, you know, I come home, I hear this shit, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, this shit, this shit's knocking. And then like I, I was like, I gotta know what this is. Put my hair to the floor. And I was like, and I hear my voice. and I was like, is that's that me?
0: What the, the fuck?
1: <laughs> so, but I didn't know if you can hear it through the mic. So um,
0: that's them hitters. Yeah, but yeah, guess, so
1: lot of so like a lot of homeless
0: how many homeless people are we talking about like
1: oh man uh, everywhere you row, go or like what was, are we talking about all right so first off skid row is a whole other city it's skid a whole other
0: place right like it's, they it's like people really LA. classify no i but it's like it's, it's a different it's area okay. yeah that's oh, what i man. mean
1: you know when you're in skid row let's just that's say just like crazy. it's tent city bro Tents tent city everywhere homeless people it's it's so concerning. Like it's to, to to know that like like there are Americans living like that. Like in this country, there is a place that is might as well be like an er, like like a third world country in downtown L.A. Because it, it really is. Like there's no laws there. There are, I mean, yeah. But like that shit is fucked up. Like there's oh. no. It's just it's it's bad, man. It's really wild. Wa- it's like on a whole nother level. It's really like it's surreal. And, but for me, I, so I was homeless before an adult. Like when I was a, a child, my mom and I lived in a shelter with my brothers for a little bit. Like she was homeless. We were all homeless for like a little bit. And um, cause we, you know, my mom grew up in pop Like we, we didn't grow up, she didn't grow up in poverty, but we grew up in poverty. We were in poverty for a while until like maybe like late teenage years when we finally moved out of the hood. But like, for the most part, we were just, so I, I, for me, it was humbling experience. It felt like a three sixty for me because I remember being in a shelter as a kid, so now, like you know chasing my dream and then starting out in the shelter, it was almost like life saying like, yo, don't forget your roots, like yeah. don't forget the pain that you went through before and and whatnot so now it's like now when I saw it it was it was definitely just surreal. there's so many there's so many, but outside of outside of that outside of Skid Row, like yeah, there's homeless still fucking everywhere like." Everywhere, dude. Everywhere, everywhere. We have Koreatown. Uh, everywhere, Hollywood. Everywhere, West Hollywood. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they do a little bit better job in West Hollywood. It's like Beverly Hills, West Hollywood are right next to each other. So, you know, it's a little bit. You still see them. You still see them. But like, they're not. They don't have tents like out there. But yeah, everywhere else, man. Yeah, homeless people anywhere and everywhere. They're wild. Like,
0: I was looking at. I think it was LA and Manhattan I was looking at like the rents mm-hmm. for like the same size spot that I got for myself here All right and I was like this is the most un- unbelievable shit I've ever seen in my entire life
1: yeah yeah so that's it's wild.
0: like I could get like I could I don't know how the fuck I mean that's, that's that seems like a perfectly viable option you know
1: like, being homeless it
0: seems like if you work at fucking Shit, mcdonald's man. like there's a very good chance like you're gonna be like yeah c-
1: well c- that's where you know, like support like, groups come in because i mean you
0: need support groups or like section eight housing
1: groups. like or something yeah. man like that shit's oh, shout crazy. out my brothers man my brother and my, my my sister-in-law that 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 that's what helped me get through as also when i was homeless they fucking wild enough like month after um or like two weeks after i'm here um my brother moves here from Florida. One of my brothers and his wife moves here. They're like two years, they're, they're a few years younger than I am. And like, they got a place, he's in the military. She's a video editor. She got a job out here. And they just happened to move out here coincidentally right after I did. And so like- can wow. you say
0: coincidence, but it's like- Oh, I moved to California. Oh, I moved wanted to the live to California. Like you uh, just well, they, never I, know. They had man, a whole plan. You know? they, they, they had look, a plan. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, they had a
1: full plan. Like, look, like I get it. Like if you, if you're a risk taker and you want to chase your dreams, like there's, I think now there's three, there's three examples here. There's my example of like, I, I said, I gave it all up and like risked my entire life for it. Fucking do no it today. Money.
0: Fucking yeah, do fucking, it today. Fucking do
1: it today. And just say, fuck all the consequences and deal with it as they come, which again, don't do. I, I don't i don't as a person who's done it i don't say do it then there's you know the will way where like you have a rough sketch like you have an idea for the most part you say and, goodbye to people you wrap up your life but you do it yeah. like you better be you go in like a week or so or like you know you get a little bit of time like with less than a month of preparing and then you have my brother and his wife um my sister-in-law i love them like they, they were fully prepared. She had a job lined up before she moved out. He made sure his job was transferable and he's in the military. So of course, like he's fine. And, um, you know, and they, they, they were, they, they had it all planned out for for, forever. So it was like, and and their transition was smooth as shit. They had a place (laughs) They came out here. Like they were ready to live the life. So I think like if they're, they're the really the goal, but if you're not able to do those things and you're not able to, to take those steps for whatever reason and be as prepared as you possibly can on that level, like still go with Will's way.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're not like a camper, like a real camper, like I'll sleep on the ground type person, like you probably shouldn't go with option A or B maybe because B's, B's could be questionable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to lie. I only looked at one apartment. I got here, looked at the apartment, was like, this is beautiful. Like, yeah. It's like, this is it and just sign up. Like, so you probably should do a little more research now. Right. One funny thing about my apartment that I found out after I moved in was that there was a, like a world famous or nationally syndicated incident that happened here where apparently on the opposite side of the building, a female white police officer shot a black man in his apartment that she broke into. That happened right where you're at. That's my apartment building. Like, oh my god! What up? Come see me, Lamar Street, oh baby. Oh my god! Like, so that's my shit. Didn't know wow. that. Wow. Didn't so know that.
1: Damn good, son.
0: Good rent. Good rent deals here, by the way.
1: <laughs> Hit me Got up as a referral. Five hundred dollars yeah. <laughs> per
0: referral, Pearson. I could use that right uh, now. Damn. It's, it's COVID times. Uh, but <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, you should t- probably definitely do more like Kai's family than me or Kai. But yeah, for sure. you can get it done. That's the point. You,
1: yeah, I mean, it can I'm, I, I want to, for the record, um, like... I'm saying don't do what I did because I don't want <laughs> someone to come back and be like, yo, I did what you did and my life is in shambles and I'm going to die next week. Like, I don't want that on my shoulders. Uh, perspective. I, so, Maybe so for the record, anyways. So, for the record, I'm saying don't do what I did. But I know that for someone who's like me, who hears me say don't do it, that makes you want to do
0: it. I'ma double down and do this shit, motherfucker. I'ma double down.
1: Like if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, and you know, like you're gonna risk it all, and you're gonna and 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 I think why I also did it and risked it all the way I did is just because, like I was homeless as a kid. Like I know the down, like the the worst that this country can possibly give me, and I knew that like I was talented enough, and I believed in my talents enough that I knew that I was going to win like I knew that as long as I applied myself I was going to make it out so I feel like if you don't have that if you don't have that confidence in your ability to do what it is that you want to do in life don't take the risk yet like if you if you haven't succumbed to the to the if you haven't come to the moment that you're like like no I can do this I could fucking do this like I I just need to really take the risk and do it if you're not at that point then I don't, I don't think you should do any of the plans yet. I think it's really like you need to have a lot of confidence in yourself. That was excellent. That was And
0: that's the podcast, yes.
1: people. Guess